Hello and welcome back to Couplecast Podcast, episode number nine. Mm-hmm. Coming to you from <laughs> the flat that we live in. <laughs> yeah. Exciting. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> how are you all? How are we all? What? Ryan, how are you? Um, I'm okay. You? Mm, yeah, could be better. By better, I mean, could have no exams left, but I do. Oh yeah, Charlie's got an exam tomorrow morning. Yeah. Last exam. Yeah. Have I revised? Mm. My Maybe. exams <laughs> are over. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Yeah. I've just been reading. How many books have you read, Ryan? Uh, I've read two Too books. Many. No, I've read two <laughs> books. Two small books: To Kill a Mockingbird and uh, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five, and it was amazing. And now I'm on to the fourth book of Game of Thrones uh, Feast for Crows and I'm like a court way through that okay mm-hmm. cool I can't wait to start reading the book I've got three there staring at me glaring at me from my bookshelf what one should I read first oh I don't know because I've still got to say exam <laughs> I don't know what that was I don't know um, Which one our bookshelf yeah I don't know if we discussed our bookshelf we bought from a charity shop down the road it's not really a bookshelf, it's like a... It's like an old-fashioned sort of thing. Like, my nan used to have things like this when I was younger. It's got, like, like two cupboards on the bottom, and then it's got, like, a... They've got a name. Glass see-through thing at the top. It's a cabinet. It's not, yeah. It's not a bookshelf, it's a cabinet. Wooden It's cabinet. a wooden cabinet. You could probably find one online if you just type in wooden cabinet. Mm-hmm. How much was it? <laughs> what was it like... Thirty pounds or something. It was so cheap. It, it was, was less like than twenty 50. or thirty pounds. Yeah, it was something really cheap because we're well, like we needed something because in our old flat we had a much this. like <laughs> yeah it was like double or triple the size. Yeah, big version of what we've got now. So we're like oh, we need something to put all our books and shit like that in. Yeah. So we went down to a charity shop and got that. Literally, it's such a good charity shop. They have so charity much Charity shops are just so good. Like, I love going in them now. That one specifically, because the furniture is so cheap. Like, if we were to ever buy a house, I'm pretty sure yeah. we could furnish a lot of it with some of the stuff in there. Mm-hmm. If we really need to. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're poor or whatever, then literally you can go get a sofa for £100. My, what is it, my side tables was a five, was yeah, £5. Yeah, you got a side table, because I already had one. And that's £5. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they also do like really good book deals as well, like fifty p a pound stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, what in Marie? And that's Marie where I got that Fury. to kill mockingbird. It was a pound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was in a different one, but yeah. Yeah. Right, Marie so. Curie is like the best. Fifty p. Obviously, with a charity shop, you just get what they've got. Like. Yeah, but we went in there the other day, and there was like four books that are on my we went into one shop and he saw like four that's on his book list but to be honest your book list like 300 books long so no. <laughs> you shouldn't have so... over exaggerated <laughs> now it seems like less but i've got like 105 to 110 books on my list yeah but... so of course you were going to run into quite a few no but like 15 of those are like more than five thing long series yeah, yeah. but yeah so i ran into like like the second book of the series and stuff like that so I was like no I can't get them now because I've got like three to four books left that I haven't started reading yet and I don't want to be one of those people who have so many books they haven't read like I don't mind having a couple because then I don't have to buy a few for a while but yeah yeah there's five books right there that I haven't read so basically life update oh no we're not done oh what 
I got my result back from my dissertation. Yeah, that's a life update. Oh, I thought we were doing life update. You said a life update is done. Did you? No. Oh, I like that. Thanks. Yeah, life update. I got a first in my dissertation. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. <laughs> that's about right. it. Nothing else. <laughs> I haven't got mine back yet. I got another bit of coursework back, which I got a tutu in, so I don't think a first in my dissertation resembles me at all, but... No, but it's really good, because our dissertations count for two units, and Charlie's was 100% of those two units. Yeah. Because mine was only 70% of two units, because I've done, like, two other bits for it. Yeah, so um, basically I've just got to get 70% in one more unit and I'll get a first overall. I don't think it's going to happen, so I'm just like hoping. I'm yeah. just hoping by some miracle one of my first two exams went so amazing that <laughs> I can achieve a first in one of the units. Because this next exam, you've got to get, what, 82 in Yeah, that. if I wanted to get a first in this unit for my exam tomorrow, I've got to get like 82 or 84 or something ridiculous <laughs> out of 100. That's not happening considering I've like done a whole three hours of revision. Yeah. So you'll do <laughs> no, but you'll do alright in it, but I'll it's pass. just not eighty two, eighty three. Yeah, just not four marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but one if I get on the others, I only need to get what did we say? Like seventy two, seventy four. Yeah, still or quite high, but seventy four or seventy six, something like that. Yeah, something. But yeah, we'll let you know when all our marks come out. Well, well, we'll let you know as it goes along because next week my dissertation mark is hopefully out because it's got delayed. Well, all of them got delayed for my class. Um, Do you know what I think is hilarious? Yeah. Every piece of coursework, I kept saying to Ryan, every piece of coursework I've ever got has, um, has come back to me delayed. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm not getting my dissertation mark on time. And he was like, oh, I always get my grades back on time, blah, blah, blah. For the first time ever, I got my grade back on time and Ryan's not going to get his uh-huh. back. <laughs> so annoying. Literally, because my work's always delayed. But I've printed my dissertation out anyway because my dad wanted to... Yeah, and I've got mine printed so Ryan can read it. So I gotta collect that tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I hope I get like quite good marks. I hope they've done it tomorrow. I get an email because I haven't emailed them yet. It's been bank holiday and stuff. They should do it. But then again, it might take a while still. Yeah. Yes. Don't say that. Cool. Ryan, have you got a job? Oh, yes, Charlie. I have got a new job. Really? Where have you got a job? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't remember what we actually spoke about last week. Maybe getting a potential offer or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I've secured a jobby with a uh, company. Are you excited about said job? <laughs> I am very excited about said job. And it is very said well paid. <laughs> But we're not going to be rich or anything. <laughs> no, we're still nowhere near rich. But um, one day, one day we'll be um, middle class. <laughs> one day someone will sponsor our podcast for our two listeners. We could sponsor our podcast. Right. What we we'll pay ourselves to sponsor our own podcast? Yeah, a bit sad, but. But what have we got to sponsor it with? Okay, stop doing that. With your legs. Vision. Yeah. Don't. Huh? Who do you think you are? Anyways. <laughs> I need to do it. My legs are moving. Okay. I can't help Carry it. on talking. Um, so what are we talking about today, Ryan? <laughs> uh, usual, what is it? Flora Banks. Yeah. 
review. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, we're going to speak about our experiences moving out of houses and yeah, shit. Yeah, we thought since it's been about three years since we left home, why mm. not speak about leaving home? We should probably call this podcast Advice for Leaving Home. No, because we're not going to give no advice. Why not? Because we don't have none. I've got advice. It's not going to be purely advice, it just should be our moving out experience. Oh, I wanted to give advice. You can give advice as we go along. I'm not a good advice giver, though, am I? No. What? Not one bit. That's not the right answer. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you can start off. I'm having a drink. Good gosh. Okay, anyways, I'll start off. Okay, my first home was when I was born, and it was a flat. I can't remember where it was, because obviously I was born. <laughs> and then, I thought you were um, hatched. <laughs> pause for <laughs> after <laughs> um yeah and then because obviously i was born we moved to a um a bigger house oh my yeah. god it's all your fault your family would be happy in their flat if you weren't born yeah <laughs> anyways yeah so uh apparently the flat was obviously small because it couldn't hold more than two children on the third so yeah did, I'm pretty sure your dad didn't own the house. He probably just was like, oh, we've only got enough to buy a house. What do you mean? I mean, did they own the flat, as in... No. Why did they own the no, flat? No, this is what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure they didn't just move out because there wasn't room. I think they probably also moved out because they had enough money to get a mortgage. I don't know. But they... Well, they've got a mortgage. <laughs> no, my dad got a mortgage after a while, I'm pretty sure. What, it so they were renting it at first? Pretty sure. Because it's a council home and then he oh, bought it off the council. That's a really nice sure, house for a council home. I don't know. I don't actually know. I could be lying. But you our house are. is like... It's a really nice home for a council home, if it is. Our house is like... Was the only house on the estate or road or whatever what was actually bought. Really? And then other people bought theirs, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Not that my dad's paid off the mortgage, but he started the mortgage. He's got a second mortgage, though. That's his yeah. second. He's got a second mortgage in Ireland. Because that's where he's... From. That is your heritage. Yeah, so um, my second or first house, whatever you want to call it, um, the home, is in was in um, South East London, shithole. It's in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> I'm in a cul-de-sac too. What's shithole about that? Because <laughs> it's shit. I've got like four drug dealers on my road. Literally. More than four. Well, the man opposite my home, remember, he was a cab driver and he got pulled <laughs> over for having like half a meal worth of cocaine in the Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> And he had it all over him. And he, well, I'll tell you this story in a second. Anyway, so let me talk about my two homes then. I wasn't finished. Oh, I thought we were just saying a bit about our homes before we moved uh, out. I thought we were just going to be... Well, I was just going to be like, yeah, my room was small in okay, my house. Okay, go on, then, talk about your rooms, if you really want Well, anyways, yeah, there's basically a small room, um, two medium rooms, and a large room. Um, which one's the large room? Um, <laughs> hmm, good question. <laughs> um, I'd say Kyla's was the largest. Wait. I can't even remember what the rooms look like in my own house. It's now Emma and Martin's, I'm guessing. Your dad's original. Oh, yeah. My dad's was basically... Maybe there was You've two large You've moved around. Rooms. There was... 
been in a lot of rooms. No, I've only been... been in two. Oh. Uh, yeah, so there's one small room, one medium room, two large rooms then. What are a bit larger than the sm- smaller ones. Yeah. Because okay. the small room, yeah, was mine literally tiny. I did actually fit a double bed in there at a couple points, but it was made it even smaller. <laughs> um, and then I moved into the middle, the medium room. I actually can't remember what the rooms looked like in my... There's a double place. bed in the medium, and that's when we got together. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I only moved... Yeah, the medium room's like quite small as well. Then I, but I had a double mm, bed in but there. But not as small. Yeah, and that was... Um, yeah, that was much better, to be honest. Could fit a double bed in there and not bloody have to squeeze and shit. Not have to breathe in to get around things. But, yeah, just, like, I don't know, I hated living at home because I was, like, always cooking and cleaning and shit. Yeah, your dad, his dad works a lot and his family are busy. Well, <laughs> busy bees. I guess so, yeah. And a lot of the time there wasn't people in your house, so you had to cook for when your dad come home as well because mm-hmm. it's nice for him and clean for him. Yeah, not Brian that I did helpful. get. I did get pocket money and stuff. Good but pocket money. We all done our like fair share when it came to the time, I guess. Yeah. For like, for a couple of years, Emma done it. A couple of years, Kyle done it, and then for like a million years, I did it. Because <laughs> they moved out, you just had to keep it up until you moved yeah. out. Like there was this moment, there was this couple months of like bliss. Like, I can't even remember. It was like my last, well, my second oldest sister, whatever. Um, she moved out to like Norwich or some shit like that and I think it was for maybe like four months maybe six months I mean my dad loved it like we would watch films and shit we would go to Indian takeaway like once a week at least we were like we're just loving it and I wasn't mind like I didn't mind doing all the cleaning and shit like that then because it was only for one other person yeah and it's like my sister always used to like pester me about it and do like give me extra stuff to do or give me her clothes to iron as well but, like, when she was gone, I was loving it. And then she got pregnant and came back. <laughs> I've got to buy my rings at work. Great. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, I couldn't wait to move out, to be honest. And university was the perfect time to do that. Move okay. to Charlie's first houses. <laughs> so, my first... We lived in a flat first, too. Me and my brother and my mum. And my mum was a single mum at the time. So, it was a two-bedroom. Me and my brother shared... Because we were both really young. We moved out when I was about 10, so he was about 7. It was fine. It was quite a big room. We didn't really get under each other's feet. It was a really big room, actually, thinking about it. Maybe that's just because I was small. Were you in, like, a bunk bed? Yeah, but then Mum did separate them at a certain point and there was still a lot of room. So, yeah, on and off. Like, I used to sleep in Mum's bed sometimes, so that's also uh, kind of my room. Um... At one point, no, we did have separate rooms, and my mum moved her... My mum likes to move rooms. <laughs> Your mum fucking Loves redecorates move and moves literally, like, four yeah. times a year. so at some point, um, my mum was in the front room, sleeping there, because the front room was huge in that flat as well. A lot of the... All the rooms were really big. Yeah. We had a massive picnic table in the kitchen. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> the dining room. Um, yeah, so... She had a bed in there, but there's also loads of room for the living room. So at that point, I had my own room, and my brother had my, his own room. Yeah. And then my mum had another baby, and there wasn't enough room, so we had oh, to move out. Oh, similar house. situation. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm Billy. <laughs> so we had to move house. So we moved into a three-bedroom. Um, my mum was with my stepdad, so they had one room. For a bit, I had my own room. My brother had his own room. And then my sister was obviously in the cot for mum and dad. And she got older. And then she got older and moved in with me. My stepdad moved in, so his stepson moved in. I shared a room with my other brother. And then... Then my mum had another baby, so there's five of us in, five children and two adults in a three-bedroom house. <laughs> so then I, me and my two sisters moved into the big room, which was divided by a huge wardrobe that made it into two small rooms. Mm-hmm. And when I say small rooms, I mean itty-bitty tiny rooms. <laughs> Literally smaller than my Two walking room. wardrobes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like it was still good because it was separated by a gate and a curtain as well, so they were little, so they couldn't come in. Because I was like a teenager at this point, I was like sixteen, seventeen, yeah, and they were like annoyingly young, <laughs> yeah, which was fun in the mornings. Yep. Um. So yeah, and then it was getting a bit overcrowded, which was the perfect opportunity to move out. Was the university? That was a bad sentence. Very high pitch. <laughs> so university was the perfect opportunity to move out. Okay, so Great. we're all caught up, both on the same page Page of we want to move out, let's go to uni. We're doing terrible at talking this podcast, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like well, it's not a conversation like usual. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking weird. I feel like I haven't got no enthusiasm, but it's not like I'm <laughs> in a different mood than usual. Okay, Wait, what? Before we carry this on, we need to sort out our communication skills. Because I feel like this is really weird. Like, why are we being weird? Okay, saying it's weird doesn't make it any better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it makes the problem... We've got to address the problem then, isn't it? Okay, go on then. What's the problem? <laughs> Anyways. Um, no. So, yeah, from... Um, what was it? From... Yeah, that... Well, yeah... Sen- Sentences. <laughs> <laughs> from the sentences I'm trying to get through my mouth... Um, <laughs> Yeah, selfies undone, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's also... It's proper crowded. Blah, 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 shit all. And, um, <laughs> yeah, me and Charlie going to university. Yada, yada, yada. We both had something as our <laughs> second choice. The first choice of mine, what I thought I was going to put for my first choice was a city again. Second one was Portsmouth. Charlie's was Bournemouth from Portsmouth. And we were like, oh, blah, blah, we love each other, shit like this. We don't want to travel, let's just put... Both as Portsmouth as our Portsmouth first choice. Portsmouth was both our second choices. And I didn't even really know like what Portsmouth was. So yeah, we got to Portsmouth and it's like a seaside, seaside town. Yeah. But it's quite like a second most densely populated city in <laughs> England. So it's yeah. still crowded, but, but it's, it's like... just like so much different than yeah. Woolwich. Woolwich, Woolwich. The jungle is massive. Would you say people are happier in Portsmouth? I don't know. It's a completely different, like, completely different culture, I'll completely tell you different what. people. People are happier, but people are ruder. In South East London, people are miserable, but if you bump into someone, they'll say sorry. Like, you might get a dirty look while they're saying sorry, but they say sorry. And no, it's not safe definitely. as well. Like, since London? we've left, so many people have got stabbed. Like, the crime rate's gone so much worse than what it was. Three years ago. Yeah, and even when we were there, it was terrible. Like, people were getting mugged on the buses on the way home, like, stabbed. Yeah. Like, it was... It's such a bad place to grow, like... To raise family. To raise your kids. 
So I'm so more than happy to never yeah, go back there the again. The crime rate is like really low here. You don't if you hear of something, it's like oh yeah, like you hardly hear of any anything. I'll tell you what like, the most popular crime is: bike theft. Bike theft, yeah. Yeah. And like little kids beating up people, like because there's so many different yeah. like little groups of kids. But the thing is, like back home, if it was dark and you're walking home, even if you're not by yourself, you feel a bit like something could happen. Anyone can jump out. Like, literally, and it does to people. But here, I'm like, oh, that person's a bit rowdy. That person's drunk. Yeah. But I'm never like, no, I'm going to get All it is here, <laughs> we live quite close to the bars and clubs, like the main bars and clubs. Yeah. So, if it's really late and you're walking back from work, mm-hmm. it could be a bit rowdy. But really, like... In South East London, if I walk down the street and a guy tries to get my attention, it's so aggressive. Here, if a guy tries to get my attention, it's, like, funny. It's, like, yeah, that's it's not going to work, but it's humorous. It's I can see the light in different. it. Like, I don't feel it for it. I don't, it's a weird thing to say, but, like, in South East London, if you put your hood up, like, people think you're a roadman. They might try to beat you up because they think you're might trying to act yeah. hard. And realistically, like, you're just trying to protect yourself from the road. Like, so, yeah, but I would, like, never put my hood up sort of thing I mean like and that's such a weird thing to say but here I don't care if it's raining I'll put my head up like do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the dumbest thing to say but it's just like people I don't know it's just a completely different place like and I love being by the sea now I never thought yeah. I'd say that but it's so like better relaxing. more relaxing like you just go for a long walk by the beach yeah like that's crazy and like in Portsmouth, I feel like I can make eye contact with people without feeling like I'm going to get stabbed. When I was in, like, South East London, if I made eye contact with someone, I was like, they're going to think that this eye contact either means that I'm judging them or I think they're be- I'm better than them or something. Yeah, or you want to fight or, or something. Or, yeah, like, like if you make eye contact like... with someone, they will think something bad about you. They'll think, oh, she thinks this, she thinks that. Like, I'm just, I feel like... If I made eye contact with... Say there's a group of girls and I was just walking down the street on my own. If I made eye contact with one of them, they'd be like, oh, who do you think she is? Blah, blah, blah. Like, they would make it... They'd try and make yeah. you scared. Like, try and intimidate you. So I would not make eye contact. My eyes would always be on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, so... Like, the thing is, yeah, like we said, like, the crime rate was crazy. Like, two minutes away from my old primary school, what's, like, five-minute walk from my house or whatever, someone got their head chopped off. Like, literally, it's, it's not just like bad crime rate. It's ridiculous. Machete, like, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, was it Lee Rigby? He got literally like run over by a car, and his head got like hacked off by two like, what do you call it? Like extremists or some shit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Crazy shit happened. Like people we know. Like one of my mates, his friend got stabbed like last Christmas or whatever. Yeah. With his mate. Um, this crazy shit happened. Like mm-hmm. there used to be like sc- school ties around trees everywhere because a kid got stabbed like that. Yeah, like it's just crazy. Yeah, even like on my route to school, there used to be a car park that was like by a uh, doctor's surgery. Yeah, and um, someone got stabbed there, literally underneath Tavy Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying for your reference. Um, so someone got stabbed there, and then that's why they decided to knock it all down and everything, mostly because there was loads of mm-hmm. gangs around that. Gangs, like, there's a lot of, like, groups of people. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's just, it's mad. Like, I've seen people get their phones stolen off them and shit on the bus. And, like, me, if I was to walk to my friends, like, Rosie's, if I walk over, there's a bridge. It's called A Bridge. Um, 
if you see someone on that bridge, like, oh my god, yeah. you better hold on to your shit, boy. Like, <laughs> like something's gonna happen. Like, I'm gonna get mugged. I'm gonna get stabbed. I'm gonna get. And it's not I like, oh, we're just scared. Blah, blah, blah. It's it happens. Ninety percent of the like, time. <laughs> the crime rate on like, a bridge is like ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Sean Phillips should know. He got fucked up on that bridge. <laughs> I don't know why you said his second name. Uh, oh, I was just doing it for your reference. That could be an- anyone. Yeah. He's gonna Anyways. Like Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I should delete um, this podcast already. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Take no notice of that. Um, yeah. Like, a thing used to be popular back in the day would be someone would ask you what's the time. And you'd and then you'd pull out your phone and they'd nick your phone for like they'll take your phone. Yeah. And someone asked me on the bus once, "What's the time?" And I got so scared and I was like, I actually got out my phone because I was like, "If this is gonna happen, it's gonna happen anyway." Like, and I was like, "Blah blah blah," and then he just left me alone. I, but it like, he was dodgy. Like, time. he was one of those guys. Like, people who sit at the back of the bus were like, and I was. Obviously, I thought I was yeah. a bit like the back well, then. Well, if I, I got sitting on the bus, the bus, I would always sit on the outside seat so no one would try to sit next to me. Because yeah. the amount, or if I sat on the inside seat, I'd put my legs up so no one could sit next to me. Because the amount of times like dodgy people used to sit yeah, next to me. Like the thing is, like groups of boys would come on the bus, eight eight of them or whatever, and sit next to two boys what are near the back of the bus. They'll sit around them, and they got robbed. They'll walk off the bus. Like, oh that used to happen so often. Unless you're with a group yourself or you're sitting at the front of the bus. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, anyways, Portsmouth is much better. I like, I, yeah, like we said, we both work in like retail places. So, we know the, that there's still loads of drunks, there's still loads of rowdy people, da, 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 but yeah. it's completely different. Like, yeah. There's as many, like, 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 in London, there's a lot of people on benefits or, like, lower class, like, we should know. But yeah. here, there's also that. So it's not too different because we... But we know how to handle ourselves in them situations because we're streetwise, because London... <laughs> <laughs> like, I said to someone at work the other day, they're like, oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, South East London, um, like, Woolwich. And they're like, um, they're like, oh, you're from the hood. <laughs> I was like... Um, I don't know about that, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got like that, but then there's also like... I don't know, I just feel safer. The mm. crime is different crime. It's different crime here. Yeah. Which like, every week... What, last week, someone got stabbed on the road, literally. Or killed. Maybe two kids got killed or something. I can't remember. Like... Down, back home, yeah, yeah on like your road. a minute. Not even a minute from where I live. Or where I used yeah. to live. So yeah, I don't know where to call home now. I, I call both. Home. I start yeah. I say both but like to work. I'm like oh, I'm going back home, and then I say like. And when you're at I'm home, you're home. like oh, I'm going home. Yeah, like I don't know if Portsmouth will be like the final destination <laughs> for oh, for me, but um, yeah, close to a seaside thing would be like ideal. Yeah. So yeah. Um, like we said, we That's both... That's not what this podcast was. This podcast Portsmouth. was a, a could, London review. <laughs> we could actually do one of those as well, if you're interested. All um, our London stories. <laughs> London crime stories. There's too many that, like... Anyways, but... Um, do you know my favourite thing about If London? you want a Portsmouth... A Portsmouth? A comparison between Portsmouth and London as a podcast, like... Like the video. Subscribe. <laughs> yeah, because this is YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But, um... 
Yeah, go on. What's your favourite thing about... My favourite thing about London is when you walk down the street and a guy tries to chat you up and you ignore them. They're like, fuck you then, your butter's fun. And they're like proper shouting at you for about five minutes. They're like a mile down the road and they're still shouting at you. That's your favourite thing, is it? It's sarcasm. Okay. But that's like the most hilarious. Like, are you for real? It makes me so angry, but like, they're literally like a mile away from you. You can barely hear them and they're still shouting at you. Because you didn't say, speak to them when they were like, so yeah, we we barely go back home now. I've literally, the only reason to go back home is to like, either see friends or family and I've been back home to London like, (laughs) I don't even want, like less than 10 times. No. No, About 10 times throughout the three years. Come on. I've been more than you though. Yeah. But I've had work and stuff as well. But yeah, like you said... We both chose Portsmouth to come to uni together and um, whilst looking at like halls, they're like, I don't, obviously people should know what halls are. Halls of maybe. residence. Halls of residence, they're like university, university property, yeah. Yeah, university property, they provide different sort of like tiers or accommodation with like food or without food, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And we went for like the most expensive one at the time for some reason. No, <laughs> it wasn't even that it was the most expensive. We were like, let's pick the best. And it had the best like ratings or reviews or whatever. Yeah. It was the closest to university. Closest, Literally. well, one of the closest to town. Yeah. It was a really good location, but... Literally, it was like opposite our favourite club. It was more than £500 a month. Each. Each. Yeah. It combined, well, I think it was like £600 a month. Yeah, and we we're pay, paying six eight five combined now. Yeah, but the thing is, even well, we'll talk about our place in a minute, but um, yeah, so what you get, you get a sm- people get split up into different things. You had what six people in your flat, yeah, and then you each oh. have like uh, you basically go in, there's a hallway, there's the four, five, four to six different doors, and then you get a kitchen, yeah, and that's kitchen. it. Yeah. And the kitchen has, like, um, some chairs in and stuff, like a little area. Yeah. But, yeah, you each have your own individual rooms, what, how old, a bathroom, a sink, <laughs> and a bed. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they're tiny. They're, like, it was, like, the room I was in at my house with a bathroom that attached on. Yeah. And a, and a desk. They have a desk That's in like as well. It's a little bit bigger. Only a tiny bit because you've kind of got a hallway where the no, bathroom is. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the only reason it's a bit bigger. Because of but yeah, they have a desk in. They're nowhere near worth the price. but Not near. Yeah, ours, like, it was only that expensive. Because they were a bit cheaper the further more out you got from you. Yeah, but you apply to halls. So you pick like first, second, blah, blah. And we both picked James Watson halls as our yeah. first. And, and coincidentally, we both got into James Watson. And there's three blocks in James Watson. We got put in the same block. And we literally got put... So I was two floors above Ryan. Yeah, and there's a like little elevator. And I'd like go up there. With his pillow. With a bare feet. And then, yeah. Yeah, he'd just come up in his pyjamas, his bare feet with his pillow, come and sleep with me in my bed. Yeah. So, like, the first year of... Uh, or the first couple of days is so weird, like, trying to get to know the four other, four or six other people or whatever. Well, with. it was really weird because none of my flatmates were there yet. You had two people already there? Yeah, something like that. And a couple next door, what were like, yeah, talking to them. A lot of people, well, there's a lot of people on your floor or something. So everyone went to his neighbours and I came down and yeah. we spoke to so many people that we never spoke on to On the again. first night, uh, or like the first night we were both there or something yeah. like that. And like, it was just like an alien experience, like. But it was so good. I was like, oh my yeah. God, this is what uni's like. That first night, yeah, I was like, was. 
this is what uni's uh-huh. like. It's like, oh my God, there's like eight, eight to ten, right, there was like ten people there. And it's like, oh, we're all kind of talking, blah, blah, like, we don't really know much about each other, but we're getting drunk, like. Yeah. But it's like, that changed so quick. <laughs> well, I don't even know In how it changed. In the second night was, like... was the first night of Freshers. Yeah. So the second night... I met all my flatmates. Yeah, I Ryan, met all Charlie's Yeah, Ryan came up well. and met my ones this time because I'd been to meet his. Um, our friend John yeah. from back home also came to Portsmouth Uni, like one of our best friends, which was, was a coincidence crazy, but he, we didn't expect that. He didn't get into halls. He got a private conversation. Yeah, like so he came and drunk out. at ours. So I met all my flatmates. Um, yeah. That first week was so weird. I was like, I love all these people. <laughs> like, I've actually got friends. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks later, I hated two of the people. One of them left. Yeah, <laughs> two, yeah, I hated two people. One of the people I did like left, leaving me with two flatmates that I liked. Yeah. There were six of us, and I liked two people. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those two people uh, is... We saw him last week. We still speak to him yes. like, a lot. And he's... And John, our friend, like, really got on with him, that he stayed in a f- house with him in the second year, like... Yeah, we probably would Because how many times did we say, like, oh, we could move in with them if we wanted to move in as a group rather than on our yeah. own straight away, we could move in with them. Mm-hmm. We were really good friends. Like, yeah, even now we, we get them to come over and stuff. Yeah. Um, The other girl, she doesn't live in... Who, like, she's... Yeah, my friend, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she... Yeah, we still talk. Um, She doesn't live in Portsmouth anymore because she's from near Brighton, I'm going to say. I don't know. Maybe Brighton. She's yeah from Brighton, and um, so she's still living in Brighton. She commutes to uni. She's going to uni of Brighton next year because she wants to do um, another thing. Um, yeah. So those two people that I got on with, I really got on with. Mm-hmm. But the other two that I didn't get on with, I really didn't get on with. Whereas I, um, I kind of got on with one of my well, with two of my flatmates, but. It it was like kind of you grow apart quite quick. I feel like if you're not on them every day, talking to them, going out with them, then it's like you're separated straight away. Mm-hmm. And I much preferred Charlie's flat than I did mine. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was kind of like we, I, hardly went into the kitchen sort of thing. Like, it was just kind of like a. I don't know, it was like a distance. And it's like I didn't even mind that there was because I didn't really get on with Yeah, but I got on with your flatmates as well. Like Sometimes I'd go down and have make dinner at Ryan's and we'd talk to his flatmates and we yeah. got on really well. But it was like, it wasn't well enough to... It wasn't a friendship where you go out with them, you see them outside of the halls. Yeah. Like you just see them when you're in the kitchen with them sort of thing. Whereas my friendship with the other two, we'd go out with them. Yeah. Live it up, party. <laughs> but, um, yeah, one of my flatmates, we didn't really get on with each other, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't say I had the worst experience of halls ever. I did. Of halls? Halls? I hated halls. Yeah, I didn't really like it either that much. No, it was so what loud. you're telling me, you had a better experience than me. You didn't have to live with pe- two people you hated. I hated them. Yeah, I still, if I, I bumped know. into them, would probably be like, I fucking Yeah, like, them. Charlie actually argued with them and shit, like... Yeah. Scream So, what it was, is we're very different people. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I'm a, like... Oh, you scared the life out of me. If um I don't agree with something, I will say, like, I can't just sit on it, like... 
it will just like bother me for so long if I just like ignore it. Yeah. So they'd say things and I disagree, but instead of accepting that someone else has got a different opinion, they would be like, you are wrong. And I'd be like, I'm not wrong. I've got an opinion. Yeah. But like the fact that they would say that I'm wrong would make me so infuriated that I'd have to like get my point across. I don't know. Like, so I'd argue because they would always presume they were right about everything. Mm. And I never once said, you are wrong to them, because they're allowed their own opinion, but... They would say that. They would literally be like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. But I'm not wrong, it's an opinion. And it was never anything that it was fact about, it was always opinion. It was, our opinions were so different. And they were like, more upper class, not upper class, they're probably middle class. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing, me and Charlie was probably the most common people in James Watson. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone's working uh, middle class and we're working class. Yeah, so we were like we're from London. We're from well, people would be like, oh, so, like such like. Yeah, like uh, the girl I didn't really get along with. She was more like closer to home sort of thing, but like we were still we didn't get along. But the other two were like, they've their family's got money stuff like that. They talk twenty times posher than me. Like yeah. it was crazy. The two that I didn't get along with, their families. Yeah, well, so they like one of them used to say about how his dad like would park his helicopter in the back garden and stuff yeah, like that. <laughs> like and like they had swimming pools and shit. Like yeah, like we're from <laughs> London estates. Yeah, and they it's, were not. Like, it's so different, like. One of the first things I remember about halls, I got, like, everyone into the kitchen sort of thing. Not that I got, but we met in the kitchen. And I was just, like, trying to ask questions, but I was also, like, telling them about me so much more than they needed to know sort of thing. I was one of those people... I'm still one of those people who, to get someone to make them more comfortable, I would just literally tell them my life story. Well, because you don't like being awkward, because I do this. So instead of being awkward, you just tell people a random story. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, so in literally like two hours they knew like every not secret but like thing about me and then like i knew bits about them yeah but it's just like talking to them you'd see well, how your life's that's so the thing, different right like, because i feel like everyone that i've ever experienced at uni if they're sort of like a middle class sort of thing i feel like they're really wary to tell people things i think they don't want to be judged or they don't want people to think they're more say more rich than they are i don't know i think they want to seem relatable or something I think they're really scared to open up. But obviously, we've got nothing to show off or nothing to hide. So yeah. we just sprout it all out. Like me saying, out. <laughs> me saying, oh, my dad, um, he owned one of the only houses on the street. Like, all of their parents more than owned their houses on the, yeah. on the area. Like, on their <laughs> land. <laughs> like, Do you get what I mean? Like, it was so different. So, like... I would full on argue with these two people. Um, and like, I've got nothing against like middle class people. I get on, like, Smith, Smithy, the other guy we're friends with from Halls, he's like, I'd say middle class. His family are well off. Yeah. But we get on so well, but he's so different. He's so like. Because there's shitty areas of where he lives as well. Yeah. And there's like not much to do. No, and he's got friends that aren't middle class, but I feel like the other two only knew what they knew and they weren't accepting to hear people from a different background they were like oh, really conservative oh that's what i had they were very conservative yeah whereas obviously because of where we're from i don't want to say we're really labor but like we're not conservative <laughs> we're the opposite <laughs> because we're working class mm. but 
Yeah, so it was really different, like full on arguments. I hated them. Honestly, if I saw them go into the kitchen, I would not go into the kitchen for like three hours and then I'd disinfect it. (laughs) I could see the kitchen from where I was and like this one girl, like it's not that we wouldn't be nice to each other when we saw each other, it's just like she would have friends around and stuff like that and it's just like when she had friends in the kitchen, I wouldn't want to go in the kitchen. But that was so just I more just than, you were intimidated thing. a little bit. A little bit, but it's like, I don't know. It's just going from living with, like, family or whatever, doing everything, yeah. blah, blah. I feel like living by yourself is going to be so crazy, but you're not living by yourself. Yeah. You're, like, living with four other strangers, three other strangers, five and other strangers. And that's the thing. Like, when I moved out, like, I'd wash up after myself. Like, I was really good at keeping my stuff clean. Mm. But... It was infuriating because obviously, where I, my mum back home, everything would always be clean, everything would always be done. So I need to take care of myself. Yeah. But people weren't used to doing stuff for themselves. Yeah, trust me. So because we're working class, I guess we do stuff for ourselves, we get stuff done. But like the two people I didn't like, they would leave all their stuff laying around. Like they used this tray to cook their bacon under the grill and they left all the fat in their, this tray for like weeks so no one could use it. And it was disgusting, wasn't it? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. And I asked them to clean it like three times so people could use it. I ended up screaming at them to clean it. It's disgusting. Like, it was disgusting. Yeah. It wasn't just like, oh, that's a bit gross. It was disgusting. I feel like it you smelled. realise your habits as well as like yeah. other people's. Like, I don't know. Like, my, my room would get a bit messy because I wouldn't go into the kitchen and make it a mess because it's already messy. Like, yeah. So my room would get a bit messy now. I'd have to take it all out, go into the kitchen, wash it all yeah. up. Blah, 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 like. Whereas I'd never leave stuff in my... Because I'd just go into the kitchen, clean it, put it away. I'd dry it, shut yeah. it, and put it away. And that was because the kitchen was such a mess and they'd leave their stuff and I'd think it was disgusting. So I was like, I don't want to be like that. Mm. But I feel like they were used to getting stuff done for them. I don't feel like they had ever washed a plate in their life. Should we not... Should we only talk about the first year then? Because we've got... Yeah, we could talk about how it's like to move out like of halls at like, another time. Yeah. Because we're running out of time. But yeah, so Yeah, we were it does seem like We could talk a bit longer anyway because we're not doing a TV review. Yeah. We've only got a book review this week because we're watching thirteen reasons. Yeah, why. so we've been trying to watch all the episodes, but obviously I've had exams, but we want to review that in total. So we've review, not watched anything review that next week. Um hmm. what would you rate the experience of halls then out of five? <laughs> two I'd mm. say if you get the right group of people it could be amazing but it's I wasn't luck, put with, it? yeah it's up to luck but I feel like they could do more to match you like they could have easily hobbies or something yeah like done a little questionnaire given each person going into halls a little questionnaire and just try to match them even if it was a computer generated match yeah like just simple questions what's your favourite colour so at least you'd have things in common like what's your background or what's your political stance mm. anything because, like, there's some people, like, they're best friends still now. Like, my friend who's on my course, everyone she was in a flat with, she's still best friends with now, three years yeah, later. And, honestly, like, I had the worst experience and I wasn't friends with half my flat. Yeah. And the person that I thought I could be really good friends with in the first month yeah. left. Yeah. And she was probably the one that was most like me. We got on really well. Mm-hmm. Everyone got on with her, literally. And then she left. <laughs> yeah, because what? She was, like, exactly like us. Everyone yeah. in that group, she just... It was a good fit. And two of uh, the flatmates, 
that I got like all right on with my flat, um, they're literally still best friends now. Yeah. Like, so good friends now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so I feel like if you get a good draw, it could be the best experience of your life. Mm-hmm. But for us... And then, like, that obviously changed the way everything was for me in general as well. Because I didn't make good friends in halls. And on my course, in the first year, I was just making friends. Like, I wasn't best friends with anyone. I didn't spend too much time with people on my course. Mm. And then in the second year, because I wasn't friends with... Me and Ryan moved out on our own. I obviously won't tell the story, but we moved out on our own. So we only had a few friends. I started to be friends with people on my course, but I didn't want to go out with them because they already had their group and that was the people yeah. in their halls. And as well, I started to like get really anxious. That's a story for another time. But it made it really hard for me to try and get into the group because I feel like I was really paranoid that they judge me for being... I don't know. I've always thought they think I'm so different. But that's because I really wanted to be friends with them. Like They were so like me. And every time I ever met them, because I met quite a few of them, they yeah. were so nice to me, but they were also loud and overpowering. And when I'm in a big group, I'm not. I'm really loud. I'm really loud when I'm in a quiet group. Yeah. I'm one of the loudest in the group if I was in a room like of quiet people. Mm. Or even if I was in a room of normal people. But like they were all so loud that I thought, I'm going to be so quiet and they're not going to like me. I just won't fit in. But obviously, I met them all on separate occasions and we got on. I'd been like, if I went on a night out with like the halls a lot I would go into their group on the night out once I was drunk I would go over and dance with them and speak to them all like they literally were my friends like I could have been their friend it was just hard for me to transition because I was anxious Mm -hmm. so when I was drunk it was a different situation but then the next day I'd be like oh no I'm a bit embarrassed because I was drunk do you get what I mean Um, another thing in halls is that the (laughs) the James Watson alarm would go off so often and when the alarm goes off, it's so loud, like, ridiculous. Okay, and this alarm doesn't go off at 10 o'clock in the evening. No. no. This alarm goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning. No, like, ridiculous times, and it always happen, and everyone has to go out of their flat and go across the road. Should we talk about how many times you could be showering and you get called out and you're like, I'm oh, fucking soaked. No, but mine would happen. <laughs> I didn't go out a lot because I had work. After I a certain amount of time, yeah, but I stopped. What? I stopped leaving. No, I meant go... Oh, no, there was a go, couple I meant of times. going out, getting drunk, blah, oh, blah. Me... Izzy and Smithy got so used to not going out that one time we didn't go out and there was, um like, fire engines. Did I tell mm. you the story? Was she there? I don't know. Sorry. I think John might have been there. There was fire engines um outside and there's... So I thought it was just an alarm still and the firefighters, like, saw us looking out the window and they're like... Calm down, the alarm's going off. So we like went down, like all embarrassed, so like oh funny. my god, the fireman just called us down, and there was actually a fire in one of the like it was the other block right, right oh, at the other you side. Look out the windows. No, but it's hilarious. But like there actually was a fire, but all it was was someone like, um, like there was kitchen t- towel on the toaster or something, and it made yeah. a small kitchen fire. Um, yeah, it always happened. Once I've had got a hangover, like I'm not joking. For yeah. like, for, I think it was for like four months. Every single time I went out, not that many times, probably six times, um, it would go off in the morning. And, like, one morning I just put my headphones on and just listened to music, like, loudest, and I could still hear it. I was like, I'm not fucking going out, like... But, um... Yeah. Who was this word? Who was this just such a I'd rate it, yeah, about, like, a two as well. Like, I didn't make any lifelong friends from it, except from maybe a good friend out of Smithy in your flat. Yeah. 
but that's it. Like, like we said, it's like luck of the draw. Like, don't know. It could be better. It could be cheaper, and so on. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's different because obviously in America, when they go to college, they get put in with one person that they share a room with, and um. They have to do personality tests, don't they, before? So they get matched with someone they I hate they that. One person on in a room with another person, though. Know. Just split the room in half and make it single rooms. Like, yeah. Because they could do it like how we do it here. Or I how just, we did it. Imagine having that. But at least they do like the person... Temp- so you're not putting with someone that's so Yeah, but still, different. people always hate the person they're with. I know, but, but, but yeah. at least it's more Okay, likely. let's get on to this book review or we're just going to be rushing the whole time. Well, what's our theme song? Oh, yeah. So bad at this. Flora Banks, chapter six. Was it chapter? Yeah, it was chapter six. This is a book review. A book that is read by two. A review that is made for you. Why not read along to book review? Thanks for that, Charlie. Perfect every single time. Okay. So, should we start off how chapter six starts? There's no point recapping. Like, people are either following or they're not. <laughs> they've either yeah. tuned out or they've not. You can tune out on this last uh, ten minutes just because... It's just the book yeah. review. If you don't like the book review, don't read. The, don't listen to the book. Don't read the book review. Anyways, <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm so, yeah. getting tired. It starts <laughs> off, she's uh, at the police station. Yeah. And she's trying to tell the policeman, oh, my parents are coming back, but they're not here. And they're like, well, they're fully... well the policeman's like, and they're fully grown, sane adults. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, and you're an adult. And she's like, yeah, I'm 17. And then, yeah, and then he's like, oh, I know who you are. And like, she realizes, he realises that she's the girl that's got no memory. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and then he's like, oh, is there anyone I can call, like, a friend, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, Paige or whatever. And then she, like, looks at her phone and she's like, she's oh, going to get Paige Paige's number. Aren't friends. And yeah. then she's like, oh, it'll be all right. And she literally, like, runs out of the police station. <laughs> So, yeah, um, so she, like, when she goes home or whatever, she's looking for Jacob's number. Jacob's her brother, blah, blah, he's been sick. And um, because her mum and dad's not getting in contact with her, she's... She's finding any clues she can to contact Jacob. So she goes through her parents' filing cabinet. Um, There's quite a few things that I thought about this. So she finds a postcard that was from Jacob when he first went to France to Flora. Mm-hmm. And what it says something like, uh, like I miss you. Oh, looking, uh, looking at this right now, it's a picture of the Eiffel Tower and thinking of you. You're brilliant, Jacob. Yeah. But obviously she doesn't remember seeing it and it was hidden away from her in a filing cabinet. Yeah. But we and don't know why her parents hid it. What else was hidden from her? I'll tell you what else was hidden from her. <laughs> a passport. And she has to write, I have a passport. But her parents said she couldn't go to France because she doesn't have a passport. Mm-hmm. Those lying parents. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, she puts the passport in her back pocket. Or bad jeans. And, um, yeah. And then she goes <laughs> on Facebook and she thinks, oh, I haven't got a Facebook account, so she tries to make one. But she already has one. She already has a and Facebook account. she has account. auto-fill auto on her Laptops, yeah, so on her password. Types her email in, password comes up, she logs on. Oh, just before that, I want to say, she found Jacob's address, like a, an address. She don't know if it's an old one, a new one, a current one, yeah. anything. 
and she <laughs> writes him a letter and posts it to France. I know. But he's, so he's in hospital, he's ill. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious, like, he's not going to get that. So, um, yeah, she's looking on Facebook and she's going, Jacob Banks is his second, well, his name, so she's looking at all these Jacob Banks. And, um, she don't know what he looks like now, so she's yeah. just literally adding any and Jacob she's Banks. looking at, like, the locations and stuff. But there is one guy she comes across, um, and he's got a scar on his face. Yeah. Red scar or something. And his name, he's, it says he's in Gay Perry. Perry. So, like... I think that's him. I think that it's a French, either a French place... That... Because he's got a scar from an accident. What's happened with a car? Somehow. That's my theory. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but, yeah. How did we find out she got her brain? Um, she had a tumour or something. Oh, yeah, she had a And they tumor. cut it out and cut her brain, uh, memory out with it. Yeah. But they said, like, her parents don't like driving and stuff. And something happened with Jacob... Yeah. Or we think something's happened with Jacob, so I think it might be a car accident mm-hmm. and he got a scar or something. I don't know. Yeah, but her parents still haven't got back to her. Um, I think it's funny that she's tried to add Jacob on Facebook when, again, Jacob's in hospital, he's ill. Yeah. He's not going to respond to you. Yeah, anyways. So she's like. What's she, what's she going oh, to Oh, so her, it's funny as well because she's like searching for Jacob Banks and she writes it as her status and not the search bar because she can't remember <laughs> how to use Facebook. Yeah. So she puts a status up saying Jacob Banks and she's like, oh, I don't think I put that in the right box. So she's like, oh shit, I need to like, what's happening? I need to know where my parents are. And she goes to um, her next door neighbour, what was in the last chapter as well. I think it was the last chapter. She's like, oh, do you know my parents? And then she's like, do you like jam or whatever? It's the, basically the whole exact same conversation and situation that she had next last time when she went to the yeah. neighbour. It's like this um, crazy old lady who makes loads of yeah, jam. Yeah, she's like, have you got anything for me? She's like, no, do you know where my parents are? Do you like strawberry jam? I used, uh, I used to take the jam jars, come in. Like... Yeah, so she comes in. She says it smells funny. She gets given mouldy jam again. And she kisses the woman on the cheek. And then she goes home and puts it next to two other jam jars. <laughs> that are all mouldy. They are already two like it there. And I think that's funny because we only saw a situation where there's one like yeah, it. Yeah, so she's obviously been back there and not told us. Not remembered. Yeah. And not remembered yet. So she's not told us in the book. Well, so this is now the third. And I want to know how many mouldy jam jars she's going to put back there before her parents come home. I know. Like, should so we have funny. a bet? I don't know. I don't know if she'll come back to that. I reckon nine. I reckon six. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, she gets a text from her parents. Finally. Finally saying uh, what they're safe, they missed their flight, they might have to stay for a couple of days, is she okay with Paige still? They also give <laughs> They also tell her where spare money is, uh, where a credit card is, and they give her a PIN number for the credit card. On her arm, she writes just the number of the PIN number. Yeah. But it's funny because before she said she needs to write better notes to herself because I can imagine she's going to go to try and get money out. She's going to look at this number on her arm and be like, I don't know what that number's for. Yeah. And she's going to rub it out. Mm-hmm. But, so, um, yeah, parents say she's still right and stuff, and then she texts them back saying, yeah, I'm fine with Paige. For some reason, even though she worries every day that they're not home, but... Mm-hmm. But then she speaks to Drake, and Drake's like, have you noticed something? You're living independently, you've been in that house on your own for ages, you've been to the police, done some investigating, set up a Facebook account, made friends with people, Um, you could do anything, you're brave. Yeah. So he's like, you're living independently, like, even you've though, got like... this problem, <laughs> but you are managing somehow... 
to live safely. Yeah, even though like she's kind of not. She's like she's very erratic. <laughs> yeah, like is she? Half yeah. of the rooms, like yeah. So, what else happened? Um. So she goes for a walk down the seafront. Yep. Um. She looks down at her arm and says, I have a passport. And then she goes back home and she says something like, I could go to Paris or uh, I could go to Savannah <laughs> wherever, the Arctic, where Drake is. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, basically, her mum tries to call her, she gets a missed call, and then she calls her mum to reassure her that she's fine and safe and dandy. So... It's would... taking really long to get through, that. Yeah. Because I really want to just read it. <gasps> I haven't just seen a spoiler, but I did just see that there's a quite a few pages that seem to look like a letter. Okay. Oh, and her parents tell her that Jacob is in critical condition. He got really bad. They missed, yeah, the plane. They've got to stay with him. But they also said that they forgot about her. And she was like, how can they forget about me? I don't forget about them and I have no memory. Yeah. Well, it's kind of deep, isn't it? Yeah. But, like, it's true. Like, you've got a child who's got this massive problem you don't know that she's safe she's not and 18 she's yet. like oh yeah we can't use our phones here go outside mm-hmm. like, <laughs> <you're> like <laughs> she go outside obviously jacob's their other child and they want to make sure he's safe and everything but i feel like they're being a bit selfish like you've got a child who's got a permanent memory disorder she literally can't survive on her own because she can't even remember well like... they don't think she's on her own no i know they but... should have made sure yeah, but there's no re- they're not ringing Paige like, how's thingy been lately? Yeah, exactly. And, like, they're like, oh, we can- we'll come home in a few days. And then she's like, oh, I'll be fine. Because she don't want to be like, oh, come back, even though Jake's ill. Jacob's ill. So then they're like, okay, if you insist. Like, it doesn't take much to yeah, persuade like, them. They're kind of it's like they parents. want a break. They're like, oh, I need a break from this. You would need a break, to be honest. But yeah, it's like, but... I don't know. The thing is, I like the book. I guess she's going to go to Svalbard, whatever, <laughs> in the, the cold and get another pebble and shit. Like, <laughs> it's interesting to see how it goes. I still like the way Something's the Something's still got to go on with Paige because she talks about Paige so much that it's not the end. Do you know what I mean? There's got to be something that yeah. happens. But it's kind of, it's like weirdly frustrating reading the book because you're like, oh, like, and what is that like? Because she don't remember either, sort of thing. It's like, yeah. what is that? Why can't she just do this? And then you're like, oh, well, she has this memory problem. Like, <laughs> No, I tell you what's frustrating reading the book is every time I end a chapter, I'm like, I want to know more. Oh, I've got to wait a week. Yeah. But it's like, we don't really have time to read. Maybe yeah, we, we will, will in like a week or... No, in a couple of weeks, because we're going on holiday soon as well. But, um, yeah, we don't know what the podcast might be next week. Maybe we'll just finish off this one. Just to make it a yeah, this, easy prep. Yeah, uh, we can talk about moving in together. <laughs> yeah, first and all time that couple, first time couple house, first time <laughs> couple house podcast. Couple house podcast, couple house <laughs> podcast. Oh, we should call our podcast that. Oh. Oh um, yeah, we've got like a minute left. Yeah, has this anyone one quit. has anyone been um, keeping update for Casey's podcast, Casey and Candice podcast? Uh, don't listen to it. Listen to ours every week. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's funny just because like how famous they are that their podcast gets like promoted ridiculously now. 
It's our number one podcast. It's been around for like three episodes. No, do you know what? I actually was listening to some of it while Ryan was in the bath and I thought, stop rushing me. And I thought, they sound like two people that really don't want to be together. Yeah. <laughs> They're really trying to make it work, but they don't sound compatible. We I don't pro- know. We probably don't sound compatible in this. I hope we with do. With you all slamming I your legs compatible. and stuff. <laughs> do you feel compatible? Compatibility approved. Okay. okay. Five, four, three, two, one. See you later.